When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined, as always, by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? Doing very well. I'm all jittery. I drank a bunch of coffee. It's very exciting. I uh, I was at the, the bodega nearby, and uh, the guy asked me, why are you sweating? And I <laughs> he told asked him, that? Yeah. He, so he said, it's cold outside. Why are you sweating? Oh, shit. And I gave him the honest truth, which is, I just drank four cups of coffee. Oh, <laughs> and man. He... Thought it was weird. <laughs> That'll be it. That's a day ruiner sometimes. So <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I hope it's all right because uh, you got you got uh, athletic uh, feats to perform yeah. after this. <laughs> That's true. With our guest today, Tanil Chokim is here. Hey. TJ, hey. TJ hey. How what's happening? First of all, why do you drink four? That seems like a lot of cups. So I was at one of those. Uh, I was at a diner that I like to do work at sometimes, and it's you know you just pay two bucks for coffee and you just get as many free ones as you want. Okay, it's hard to say it. no to free yes. uh, free coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> agreed. All right, uh, I'm happy to be here. Everybody, yeah. I didn't mean to question the on. host about his coffee consumption. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're coming in hot here, TJ. What the fuck? <laughs> we'll ask the questions. It's not really that type of podcast. We don't ask a lot of questions. Uh, before we uh, get too deep in, uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> we didn't even ask you this, but we're going to do a Patreon after that'll be like quick. Okay. Um, all right. So no DJ problem. will be a guest on the Patreon. This is how we book now, is uh, <laughs> by sh- surprising the guests. Um, but, Too uh, late to get out. <laughs> I'm here. But get on the old Patreon. It's $3 a month. Uh, Patreon.com slash stand by your band. You get bonus apps and you get uh, ad free versions of the main feed episodes. I've been putting those up. But. A big announcement. We have merch, baby. Um, If you go to, I don't have, so I have, they gave me samples and they look pretty good. I I was impressed by uh, by the quality of this merch. Uh, What we have here is uh, it's it's different logos that you can do what you want. You can get hoodies or sweaters or uh, t-shirts with them. Uh, It's at funapparel.com slash collection slash tom dash to car so if you just search uh funapparel.com tom to car you'll you'll find it um we have a shirt uh we i've got it right here that is uh the wolf of dog street and it's me uh it's it's me like with this like they photoshopped me over uh leonardo dicaprio it's pretty it's pretty good it fooled me because the photoshop job is so good that i was like i don't remember wearing that suit and then i was like oh wait i didn't <laughs> um there's also our buddy trey brown made us a cool logo with a cassette that says stand by your band uh with our little names on it and it looks cool and then uh we have the the logo that i believe the jeff tice logo that, yes yeah, yeah yeah from uh from our posters uh you can make any of those into t-shirts sweaters hoodies long sleeve tees whatever you want so get over there 
funapparel.com slash collection slash Tom dash Takar. And we will put that uh, we'll put that on the Twitter for you. Yes. And let me just make a merch promise. Our merch <laughs> will never include the Confederate flag. No. And that is my one promise. <laughs> Look, I don't think we should be making promises like that. <laughs> You never know what your career might take yeah. you, you know? What if the Confederacy wants you to perform now and then, you know? What if uh, our backs are against the wall, we refuse to get the vaccine, <laughs> the next whatever the, whatever the next thing is, and Compound Media is the only Listen, one that will take man, us in. The future is unpredictable. You don't know what might happen. <laughs> now, TJ, how do you feel about the Confederacy? <laughs> Uh, I let Americans handle that shit. Yeah. I'm uh, just happy to watch what's fair, happening. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, uh, also, really quickly, want to give a couple shout-outs here. So I was just in St. Louis at the Helium. Thanks to everybody who came out to that. It was a fun little weekend. And a uh, special thanks to uh, two of our favorite uh, patrons and listeners, uh, Paul and Starla, who came out and uh, took my little ass out for pizza and a beer. It was a good time. Hey. Great to see him. Uh, I had a nice little time there. But also, I mentioned on the last episode uh, that uh, I did Doug Loves Movies, and I was complaining that sometimes their fans are very mean to me, or like say mean things. <laughs> yep. It's really only a couple people. But somebody reached out. Uh, Saga uh, Nadal said uh, through the Patreon, I'd like to let Tom know that not all DLM fans hate him, but DLM <laughs> fans are kind of like Rick and Morty fans, and that if they are diehards, they tend to be insufferable. So uh, yeah. I appreciate that, because it's really it only takes like two comments for you to be like, oh, I guess everybody fucking hates me, and then... Uh, That's yeah, why I don't, can't read a single one. Nope. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I don't read the reviews. I don't do shit. But hey, leave a nice review for the podcast if you're, uh, if you're listening. We I'm too scared it. to read it, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not going to read it, but we would appreciate it. In case, sometimes I'm looking for an episode and I'll just my eyes will like cross one and it'll be like Tom's a dumbass and uh, Tommy is uh, you know a pedophile or whatever <laughs> well, that's your fault <laughs> well I wouldn't <laughs> you guys haven't read any of them I have just... before but not yeah. like it's rare that I do I just don't okay. get anything out of it like right it's right. it's most of them like when they're nice it's nice but it's like the, I'm just looking for the one that's gonna hurt my feelings. So yeah. it's like, do you read them, TJ? Classic. You read uh, on like your stand-up videos or anything? Uh, sometimes, but I'll say this: I don't know if this is true for everyone out there, but here's what I've noticed: mm-hmm. YouTube comments have gotten significantly better. They've gotten nicer sure. from five or six years ago. They used to be so shitty, but yes. now when I watch a decent video and I look under. People are kind of nice now. They give yeah. credit That's where good. credit is due. Yeah. That's like, I was, we were just talking before the show started about Are You Garbage? And I, that's like the only thing I've checked comments on because uh, my fiance looked through the comments and were, she was like, dude, she was like, she didn't say dude. <laughs> she was like, bro, you got to check these out. She was like, every one of these is nice. And it's yeah. like, it was it was very sweet. So yeah, something happened some, to some, YouTube. I don't know if it's the algorithm where they yeah, remove yeah. the shitty ones. It's been it's been cool. That is cool. And look but, for yeah, my so. upcoming video, Our Merch Promise. <laughs> I'll be kind of explaining. Um, all right. Let's get into what we are here to talk 
uh, about today. That's yeah, right. Gave us a great pitch, TJ. Uh, Celine Dion. Yes. That's right. The queen, the goddess herself, Celine Dion. <laughs> I'm here to defend her. I don't know if people make fun. Do people make fun of Celine Dion? I think a she gets bit, made fun of yeah. a little bit. It's definitely a valid. Uh, it, this fits. I think okay. this is not okay. just a, a flat out appreciation episode. This is. I think you do have to defend because w- even when you said it, I like. I got a tinge of like. I am not a huge I like listening to the music I was having fun listening but I yeah. when I thought about her music I was like do I like I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> and she just seems she just seems like a weird ass lady Yes she is a little weird but I think you get that level of weirdness with geniuses sometimes sure. cuz I think she's a genius You know I think she's one of those people you you ever see somebody do something and you're like oh you could not do anything else you were born to yes. do this thing Yes she is that kind of person. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I agree with that one. And I don't know how big, because look, I'm Haitian, Caribbean. Celine Dion is huge in the Caribbean. Really? Mm-hmm. Probably way bigger than she is in America. Really? That's, That's fascinating. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. For Haiti, <laughs> part of it is because she sings in English and French. Mm-hmm. So there's that right. bilingual, like, all my sisters and cousins would have notebooks full of Celine Dion lyrics and shit. It yeah. was fucking crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. Well, that's that's interesting. And picturing, when you sent it, I was just trying to picture you listening to this music. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To know the power of Celine Dion, you got to go to, a, like, a Haitian wedding uh-huh. and just see, like... Hardcore dreadlocks dudes just singing along <laughs> to Celine Dion's song. It's Amazing. unbelievable. It's fucking wild. Uh, all right, all right, very interesting. Uh, okay, Tommy, how do you? What do? What is your history with old Celine Dion? Yeah, you know, I like Celine Dion. I, I would. I, I've never bought a CD or anything, but uh, mm. you know. Like there's certain songs on here, like it's all coming back to me now. Is a, is a oh, banger. Oh yeah, classic. That's classic. such. It's a, yeah. it's undeniable. Yeah. And it's a it's a Jim Steinman song, the Meatloaf's frequent collaborator. Yeah. And uh, I had to learn how to play it on the piano for Christy Cello's solo show. I was accompanying her, <laughs> and she wanted to you sing. You play the piano? Yeah, nice. yeah. And I remember I was like listening to it, and I was just like, "This song fucking rules." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, it listening is to it today, song. it's like, oh man. And it's funny, and I don't mean to speak uh, ill of the dead, but I'm not like a big meatloaf guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh-huh. uh, and we've talked about him on the podcast before, but um, this song, because it's so meatloafy, I was like, I've, I like when I think about it, I'm like, I don't like that song. And then when I listened to it, I was like, no, this song's great. Yeah. Her it voice, is meatloafy. I, like I don't know much about meatloaf. Well, it's just like, it's it, it was. So it's, his like his co-writer, Meatloaf's co-writer, wrote the song, and Meatloaf wanted the song for uh, Bed Out of oh. Hell. And he was like, no, this is a song uh, for a woman to sing. Right. So, yeah, it's a cover, but it was original. And then Meatloaf was like mad, I think, at how well it did. <laughs> 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 like, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we should listen to it now since we're talking about it so much. <laughs> That's probably what killed him. He's been holding on to that <laughs> anger for a long time. Uh, Finally he, got him. He did end up recording it as a duet uh, later <laughs> mm-hmm. in his career. But, yes. yeah. Huh. Rest in peace, rest in peace. Rest in peace, rest in peace. All right, let's Damn. hear Let's hear it's all coming back to me now. Outside the window, there were. 
Death, huh? Yeah, yeah. I will say, there's something very odd like, about just listening to Celine Dion with three dudes just like, sitting there. Uh, but I feel like we got to get to her screen. Really cool. uh, And the song is having a big revival now on TikTok. Oh, really? It's become a trend where, like, girls will just stand in front of a garage or something and put some fancy clothes on. They have their boyfriend take a leaf blower to blow their hair. Ah, that's funny. While they're saying it. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. That's fun. Um, (laughs) I just read, so I was reading some song facts about this. So we just talked about it. It was written by Jim Steinman, who also wrote many songs for Meatloaf and Bonnie Tyler. Uh, so th- I didn't realize this. This song is uh, inspired by the novel Wuthering Heights mm. by Emily huh. Bronte. Uh, the to- it's about the toxic uh, love between um, Heathcliff and uh, what, Kathy. I, what's the name of the? I, I haven't read that book in college. But uh, <laughs> the guy he says uh, he Steinman called the track an erotic motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That seems on brand. Yeah. <laughs> yep. it's, like, it's like Heathcliff so digging weird. up Kathy's corpse and dancing with it in the cold moonlight. You can't get more extreme, operatic, or passionate than that. He's referring to a mythical scene in the book that de- doesn't actually occur. Heathcliff does have her exhumed, but he doesn't disturb the corpse. What a fucking weird-ass thing to say. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to listen to that in the same way again. That was fucked up. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's... Very odd. Normalized dancing with the corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard of dancing with the stars. This is crazy. Um, no, she <laughs> performs a lot of that. Her voice is just incredible. Yes. And it's, it's really about her voice and who, she, like, just her raw talent. Because yeah. her lyrics kind of sound like, you know, they're just over dramatic, like sure. teenage girl love stuff. Mm-hmm. But she's just so good at singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the melody. She's like that classic old school ballad singer, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know how wet her pussy is. She doesn't need any of that. <laughs> she's just good at fucking singing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And nothing against the wet ass pussy people, but it's just, you know? <laughs> it's just, the, I kind of like, like that. That she's just. That's so uh, funny. I was like, wait, what is this play in here? <laughs> yeah, oh, it is about that. how dirty yeah. singing is now, yeah. you know? It's yeah. like, oh, this is. 
An mm-hmm. old school lady who just puts on a nice dress. And I heard that you said that uh, it's actually, uh, it needs medical attention if a pussy is actually that wet. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> who was it? That was Ben Shapiro. <laughs> right. yeah, ben yeah, Shapiro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> he set himself up so uh, bad. He's, he's a fucking idiot. He's Whoa. so easy to roast That's, on the internet. He's oh, insane. he set himself up. Not a lot of people know this, but WAP was originally written for Meatloaf. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Sorry, Meatloaf. A woman has to sing this. What else, pussy? What else, pussy? Okay, let's uh, let's hear another song because uh, we have a lot. We have a lot. To oh, do okay. Here, you want to do? Let, yeah. Your, what do you want to hear next? I'm here? your angel. She's got a song with R. Kelly. So this is kind of controversial now. But <laughs> this was crazy that you she recognized talent. Because I was like, I don't know this song, and I looked it up, and it's. It's an R. Kelly song <laughs> featuring Celine Oh, it's Dion. not even a Celine Dion song. That's it's what it's, it's song. on his oh, catalog, shit. which I don't really love uh, playing. <laughs> but, uh, TJ demands it, uh, so yeah, here it is. Sorry, you're going to have to get your podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here is uh, I'm Your Angel. <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic R&B, relaxing, All you, you know? have to do is have some kind of faith, oh yeah. No rim is too wide for you to make it across. All you have to do is believe it when you pray. This is a that sultry voice, huh? <laughs> Don't compliment without, him. Without the pissing on teenagers. <laughs> How, I mean, what could this man not I do? This was your, <laughs> I think this was secretly your plan the whole time. You're really, like, how can I sneak R. Kelly in? <laughs> I do want to point out, Celine, uh, it says she's reportedly pulling the duet uh, oh. from, from her catalog. Uh, streaming services, mm. but apparently she didn't pull it off. Because she's mad at Joe Rogan. <laughs> 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 Nothing to do with <laughs> oh, oh man! Um, yeah, I'm trying to see if she said anything, but I, I'm not seeing. It. I'm sure. Oh yeah, she's. Uh, oh wait, this is uh, Lady Gaga. Said uh, whatever. People don't like him, and uh, for good reason. But uh, I was looking for song facts on this. But is all Kelly now. on Spotify right now? I think he is. Yeah. I'm pretty, no, he, he absolutely yeah. is. That's, that's what this is. Isn't it about. funny that? No one wants to leave Spotify because of R. Kelly, but really because of Joe Rogan. Yeah, I think it's because of the money. Uh, the, like, I think when people that are Rogan mad was about, paid. Yeah, yeah where it's yeah. like musicians don't get deals like that from Spotify; they're just getting spins. Uh, yeah, I like mean, the same way. It's just do. the landscape now, you know. Yeah, podcasts yeah, yeah. apparently replaced music for some reason. I don't know when the Very fuck that bizarre. happened. But. Yeah, I mean, hey. I like, hey, we like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I do get scared sometimes that I'm listening to not enough music because I'm listening to podcasts Same. so much. Yeah. And I'd yeah. rather listen to more music than podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. a lot of podcasts, but it's like music is better for you, I think. I do you think it agree. says something about us as a culture that we 
we starve to listen to other people talk. Like we're not mm-hmm. talking with each other enough that this is what is entertainment for us now. Just other look, people talking. Look, I can't stress <laughs> enough. Podcasts are good. <laughs> Get on the Patreon. <laughs> I think the way to cure loneliness is to buy our merch at <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you have depression, <laughs> nothing's going to cure it better than a Tom Takar Wolf and Dog Street shirt. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we guarantee. Get off your bipolar medication oh and get on. And I was very sad before I got in here. I walked in here. Yep. I saw that shirt with his beautiful face on it. Get and off. I'm happy to report. I'm uh, skipping down the street right now. That's get happy off of Lexapro. Get on the <laughs> merch store. Um, JK, uh, all, uh, none of this is, uh, you know. Rest in uh, peace. Rest, rest in peace. peace. <laughs> Uh, we are clearly joking. Please get on medication, even if you don't need it. That's what this liberal agenda wants for you, huh? <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah. So that was a song we we heard. Uh, some of uh, "I'm Your Angel," and I think we heard enough of it. And um, I was trying to see if there was any comments, but I will say the song has uh, two stars out of five on uh, RateYourMusic.com. I think. I have to imagine it's because people are not happy with it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Before that, it was a great song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, so we've played two songs. Let's hear one more, and then we'll get to. Uh, we have a segment to get to Ooh. before we go to the second half of the playlist. All right, sounds good. I feel like it's been a minute since that segment. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but uh, Jared has thoughts this week. Um, I think we got to hear the big one. I think we got to hear "My Heart Will Go On." We all, all right, we all know it. We all love it. Uh, this is from uh, the the titanic soundtrack uh my heart will go on wow oh that flute credit card bill. (laughs) Gotta get the screams. Fuck yeah. Yep. I mean, the voice is just undeniable. Yeah, it's Um, it's angelic. When you guys hear this song, do you think of Leo and Kate Winslet or do you think of Celine Dion? 
I think that's of Titanic. A, <laughs> right, right. It's like yeah. impossible to not think of Titanic. I right. Think. It's one yeah. of those weird things where the song is associated with something that's so culturally big. You're like, uh-huh. oh, that's fuck Celine Dion. This is Leo. <laughs> this is Leo now. I was reading about this. Apparently, she did not like the song when she, when she was I recording I think I've heard it. that, yeah. Yeah. Huh. And so she was like, she didn't want to be like... I guess she also she made a song for Beauty and the Beast too. I guess I think I was reading that, and so my she beast didn't want will to go be, on. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she didn't want to be like the movie soundtrack person or something like that. But uh, right. it has to be like the most iconic soundtrack moment in movie history. I feel like yeah, it probably sure is. It probably is. Film people would get mad about that, but I it, I think it's hard to argue that there's nothing more like recognizable to yeah you know yeah. Yeah, because that movie won what eleven Oscars. It, it was, was like just the biggest movie ever at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, I, that's a movie that I I saw when it came out, like when I was a kid, and I'll you know probably never watch it again. It's too long. It's yeah. so long. It was like it was a double plus. cassette. Double yeah. cassette. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember watching hours. that. Popping in that cassette. second cassette, you're like, God damn, <laughs> God damn, Jimmy Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar two coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, yeah, I'll probably come in 2037. He's been saying <laughs> that for so long. She, uh, she was on Fallon recently talking about, because uh, there's like a big, he confronted her about the uh, the big controversy of the film, which is that uh, people are like, they didn't need to kill Jack. Oh, like he yeah. could have uh, fit on the thing. Mm-hmm. And I think like Mythbusters or something was like, yeah, if they put her like flotation device underneath the thing, they both could have been Who gives it's a, a shit? Fucking right. movie. It's a movie written <laughs> was, by somebody who made a decision yes. for dramatic purposes. Yes. And so, so what's that about? It apparently pisses James Cameron off that people even talk about it. But um she in the thing was like, I don't really want to say anything because she didn't want to piss off James Cameron. That's so He's like, apparently kind of like uh why would scary. they even ask her about that? She, exactly. Yeah. She doesn't know anything about it. She just made you don't a wanna, song. Uh, you don't want to piss him off because he knows the Terminator. That's true. <laughs> yeah, he's friends with the guy. He, 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 the put, Terminator he gave the guy. the guy a job. <laughs> so uh, the guy owes him a couple favors. I was just say the Terminator owes him a favor. <laughs> 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 That's one uh, guy I'd like to hang with. I'd like to hang out with him. He's kind the of Terminator, <laughs> <laughs> James Cameron, oh but uh, also the Terminator. You need that guy on your good side, man. <laughs> James Cameron's too busy being underwater to hang yeah, out with him. <laughs> He's got the record now, right? For the deepest dive yeah, in the ocean. That's yeah, that's so he went weird. to the Mariana Trench. It's He's pretty... a fascinating guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's interesting, if nothing else. He's yeah, very yes. interesting. Um, so some more facts about this song. Worldwide, this was the biggest selling single of 1998. Uh, in the UK, it sold 1.3 million copies, uh, making Celine Dion the only woman with two million selling singles in the UK. The other was 1994's Think Twice. Um, Which Mike Berbeglia hated. That's true. Don't do it. Don't think twice, man. That's why he made the movie. Uh, think Twice. Maybe don't. <laughs> Not. <laughs> oh, that was 1998. I'm just realizing how long ago. But yeah. it didn't feel that long when I was... 24 years ago. Fuck. That's crazy. Yeah, that's we crazy. are old, you Yeah, guys. right? Yep. When were you born, TJ? 1989. 89. Yeah. Taylor Swift here. Damn. I'm 87. Woo. <laughs> 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 uh, you said Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get it. We, we've uh, we've seen uh, 
we've seen the movie. We we don't need any more. <laughs> yeah. Well, according to Jennings, Celine Dion was the first cho- choice to sing this. He and Horner worked together in the 1991 movie Five Goes West mm. and wrote the song uh, Dreams to Dream for the film. Dion demoed the song, but it went to Linda Ronstadt, who was a bigger star. By the time uh, they wrote My Heart Will Go On, Dion was a huge star with two number one hits in America, and uh, she agreed to sing it reluctantly. Um, her husband managed slash manager, uh, Renee, uh, Angelil. Yeah. Renee Angelil. Which by the way, I want to get, I want to get into this a little bit. Their relationship is fucking weird. Oh, it was very creepy. He met her when she was like 13. Yeah. And then, uh, he was like double her age or I I know more than double. You know, it's funny. My dumbass brain was like. She was 26 when he was 52, and I was like, so he's double her age. But that's not how ages work in this state. So he's like 26 years older than her, and so he's 39, she's 13. Not that they started a romantic relationship then, but like... He's managing her. She's like right, 16, right. 17, 18. Mm-hmm. And then like when she's 19, they fall in love. Like, I don't know when the time. Yeah, that's certainly an aspect weird. of it that feels like grooming. Yeah. It's like, yes. oh, but they were together yeah. till he died. And she seems to she was like th- very in love with he him. He did manage way. her career to like massive yeah. superstardom. So. Yeah. so my point is maybe these relationships are good. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> she, um... Tommy's putting words in my mouth. <laughs> she does have one of those things where she's younger than her stepdaughter you know one of those weird ass things that happens in those yeah yeah. anyways back to uh what i was what what this is is uh so uh her man her husband manager uh suggested she record a demo uh which gave horner the in and she said i wanted to choke my husband because i didn't want to do it when she recorded the demo uh horner told her about the movie and the significance of the song but dion just wanted to get it over with my girly days are starting to happen uh she nailed (laughs) What does that mean? My girl, like she's on her period? My girly days are starting to happen, mm. she said. Must be a Canadian huh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> she nailed, Sounds like that. Yeah. She nailed the demo in one take, which ended up being the version that he's in the film. That's crazy. One that take? She, she was like, let's get this fucking over with. <laughs> it's like one of the biggest moments of anyone's That's career wild. ever. That's hilarious. Um, all right. Well, that brings us to uh, our our segment, which we haven't done in a minute. Uh, Jared has been awfully quiet lately, but not today. I texted Jared and asked if he had thoughts. So this is our segment. We we go to Jared for. Uh, he's our curmudgeon of the show. He uh, he's oh, our okay. friend and foe of the podcast. The owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, great! Ooh. <laughs> when I, whenever I think of Jared, now I think of the Subway guy. I was like, oh my god, is where is Jared, this going? This, we have <laughs> employed Jared, the Subway guy. <laughs> It's a work from it's a work release program thing. Uh, all right. Well, here are Jared's thoughts on Celine Dion. Okay. What's up, y'all? It's this week's he went to Jared. The boys are gonna have a guest on. I assume this is a defense of Celine Dion because she's certainly not like loved by all. But certainly, you know, I don't think that people think that she's a terrible singer. Um, you know. I just went back and listened to, you know, where my blind spot probably was like the early, early stuff. Looks like her first album was 1990. It took a couple albums for her to be like a more famous. Obviously, the headliner here is the Titanic soundtrack. And I think that that probably steered people more towards hating her. I think it's pretty obvious that she's got an incredible voice. And I think that 
you know, she's kind of easy to make fun of because she just sort of always looks startled. Like, she just, her face is, like, constantly <laughs> in startled face. mode or whatever. And I know they made fun of her on Saturday Night Live, but, you know, she obviously, like I said, can sing really well, and that matters. And, um... It's probably not something that most people are going to put on unless they're they had a wedding. Old, I guess I don't really know what other word to say. Just like maybe unaffected by that, there's music that sounds better in the world, but it would be a lot worse if it, she was this famous and she couldn't sing. So there's that. And I know she was married to Mutt Lang, and I don't know what that means other than that's just true. No, that's Shania Twain. Fuck, she's married <laughs> to somebody, some other old guy who died. Mutt Lang is still alive, so. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, that was pretty, I thought he was going to shit on her. All right, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um, that's funny. That Who's he, Matt, whatever he said? Who's, Mutt Lang. I was trying Mutt to figure that Lang. out myself. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Um, all right, I'm going to look it up real fast, see if I can't find it. Mutt Lang. All right. Robert John uh, Mutt Lang. Uh, he is a South African record producer and songwriter. Uh, wait, is he affiliated with oh, so ACDC? A, okay. Uh, okay. I think he he's just like marries a people in the industry. Okay. But that's, that's not her. It was, uh, it was uh, what's her name? Uh, Shania Twain. It was Canadian. Uh, okay. Yeah. She I was also a massive, massive artist. Yes. Um, but. Yeah. All right. Well, that that was Jared's thoughts on. Uh, well, that on... didn't impress me much. Damn. <laughs> I, I appreciate uh, Jared uh, recording that in what it sounded like a busy airport. He's <laughs> 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 a man on the go. Uh, but that, yeah, we we appreciate it. All right. We have some more. I found a list of fun facts about uh, about her, but I I want to. I got to talk about this. So every week when we talk about one of these artists, I like to search their name and controversy. I read what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I did There's not. A I'm excited. Wild now. controversy with Celine Dion, which is this: she uh, is accused of uh, being a Satanist. Yes. Um, oh, for this, well, that's this, not this sexy. This exorcist. Um, Thinks that uh, she's trying to cause, uh, she's trying to bring the, the devil into uh, into children's lives. Uh, and, through, through her songs? No, no. Through her clothing line. She made a clothing line with a bizarre commercial that was actually funny. I was, I was reading somebody like roasting it, and it's like clearly she's doing a bit. Like, yeah. Because it's her, so it's the. It's got a terrible name. The though. name is uh, Celine New New New. New New Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> very stupid. Awful. Yeah. Very bad name. <laughs> so the commercial is, and what it is, it's it's gender neutral clothing for children and babies. And, um, yeah. Gross. <laughs> As so, that Canadian wokeness. Yeah, so the commercial for it is her. It it starts with her being a. Like taken down by security guards, and she's like, "But I'm Celine Dion," which is kind of funny. But like, yeah. mm-hmm. then it it reverses back to like, it's like, "Here's how this happened," and it's her walking into a maternity ward, and there's all these babies in blue and pink on both sides of her, and she blows this like weird dust, and all of their clothes turn into gender neutral colors that are like white and black and like huh. weird patterns, and frankly, very ugly. Like <laughs> right, not right. good clothes. There's one of the uh, one of the shirts just says New Order on it. It's very weird. One of them says Wolf of Dog Street. 
<laughs> can't be mad at that. I mean, <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's bizarre. But uh, yeah, because she did this, the, this dude who uh, does exorcisms and a lot of people. It's not just this one guy, crazy person. I found this on straight.com, which is where I get all of my news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Holy shit, I've never heard that before, huh? I had not either, but yeah. So how does, okay, so it sounds ridiculous that commercial you explained to me. So how does that trans translate to Satanism? Yeah, so this dude, um, let's see, of course there, there's uh, John Essif, a Catholic priest for 65 years and an exorcist in the Diocese of uh, Scranton, uh, Pennsylvania. Did I say that right? Yeah, he knows Dunder mm. Mifflin. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. um, he tried to break up Jim and Pam. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, he's an exorcist. Uh, he believes he has the power to cast demons out of people. Um, oh, Jesus. He said, I'm convinced that the way this gender thing has spread is demonic. It's false. I don't even know how many genders there's supposed to be now, but there are only two that God made. And uh, yeah, he says the devil is going after children by confusing gender. When a child is born, what is the first thing we say about that child? It's a boy or a girl. That's the most natural thing in the world to say. But to say that there is no difference is satanic. Uh, to take away the male. Oh, okay, so it's a crazy person. Yeah, but it's okay. like he's not alone. It's like, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty bizarre. But I was uh, it's so, yeah, like you can make a decent argument about why that gender is real, but you. <laughs> When you take it to Satanism, it's, it's just, just like such a crazy to... leap in logic. Yeah, that's and insane. Yeah, it's uh, it's very stupid. But uh, but but hold on, that, that guy is an exorcist and he's making a living in 2022. I can't. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that was that would be my. But it sounds like he me. had a. I mean, he had a job. You know, it's, it sounds like he. Uh, yeah, he's working in Scranton. So yeah, probably a lot I of demons know. in Scranton. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, have you seen what what Roy was doing <laughs> the first couple of those seasons? Not a good boyfriend. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, there's a that's like a there's just a bunch of articles about this. Uh, yeah, this no, 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 no. Has she ever like even jokingly responded to that kind of stuff, Celine Dion? I have not of it? seen. I've not seen uh, any remarks back to it. She didn't uh, clap back. She. I don't think there's. <laughs> Right. I don't think there's a clap back. Um, yeah, if I'm you want to be the it. queen, you got to clap back. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go uh, all Kanye on this shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he definitely yeah he's, he he really pops off about this stuff, but I don't think she commented on it. I also so I also looked up uh, fun facts about Celine Dion mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so she this guy who she married. Uh, one of them was that she disappeared for a year and a half between being like a child singer and when she made the transition to becoming an adult singer. In 1986, when Dion was 18 years old, she and Angelil decided it was time to transform her from teen star to adult contemporary artist, and they pulled her from view for 18 months. When she returned, her teeth were capped, her hair was shorter and permed, she wore glitzier clothes, and she was more fully bilingual. Uh, they like... Just fully like planned for her to be a star, and like uh, the day she appeared on Johnny Carson's show for the first time, her records were all over the shelves across the continent, and uh, all of it worked out well. And she, you know, oh, nice. Um, she won Eurovision Song Contest in uh, 1988. Pretty crazy. Um, let's see that that like blew her up uh, internationally a lot too. What else? How I old found- is she now? 
Do you know? That is a great question. Let me see here. I'm going to say like I'm 50, sure. 60. Yeah, you guys, guess, guess, guess. I would guess older. Oh, not older. I'm going to go 64. I would say, yeah, that's a I'm going to guess 57. Uh, okay. Let's see if she was 18 and 88. You can't do math. It's called a guess. <laughs> what are you doing here? Right, I'm going to say 61. All right, we got 57, 61, 64. 64. All right. Oh, wow. 53. Ah, Holy I win. shit. Wow. Right, what does that say about Celine no. Dion? Wait, I don't think that's right. I, she I, can't be 53. Wait, 1968. Oh, yeah. Damn. 53. Look at that. Well, right. there you go. You guys can vent my beer. <laughs> Damn. Wait, what did you say? I said 57. Uh, price is right rules. Nobody yeah. wins. <laughs> You'd rather nobody win than I win. That's right. <laughs> That's cruel. <laughs> and you got to be cruel to be kind. That's so I'll true. give it to you. <laughs> That's actually pretty nice of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually being very kind. <laughs> um, so on this list, though, of uh, so yeah, they talk about the gender stereotype stuff. She raised her kids without like the pink and blue shit because she didn't like it. Um, she is a champion of cystic fibrosis charities. Um, mm. The the one that I... Uh, yeah, she has a lot of health stuff, right? Yeah, I believe she does. So I found this I found this comment on this list of 25 facts that kind of made me laugh. It was uh, from Mary Hagee. She says, I can't say I'm a fan of her music, nor have I ever been, but I was living in Quebec back when she was just becoming known, and there was something about her I liked, so I've kept track of her career on and off. Maybe it's her sense of loyalty to Quebec, to Canada, or to her family. She has always been somewhat over the top when it comes to expressing herself, her deep feelings for her. Well, you name it. But while I think she's been packaged and marketed uh, to the hilt and acquired a great deal of wealth for herself and many others because of that careful marketing, her feelings seem to be quite genuine. Her energy and stamina and ability to entertain are remarkable, and one gets the impression that there will be no resting on her laurels anytime soon. <laughs> what kind of fucking psycho writes this? <laughs> You're not even a fan? <laughs> if you just went on a 25 fascinating facts that is a weird and fucking wrote, person you wrote all that shit you have so many thoughts and feelings about her you're like yeah I'm not really a fan I could take her or leave her but what a crazy ass that person, person is a huge fan who's been fucking denied it's insane they you are a Celine fan Dion. Mary God yeah. damn. Mary is stalking Celine Dion for sure. so funny um, what a crazy person I don't know if you saw this but in one of the facts lists I was reading it just made me laugh because one of the facts this was like what they listed in bold was just she disappeared for 18 months yeah. and then the paragraph is like she disappeared from the public eye yes which is like which they're, is they're totally different <laughs> things different. <laughs> like yeah. you can't say she disappeared for a year and then it's like yeah, she was just she, living her life she not she was in another yeah. dimension for 18 months <laughs> yeah, and she was in she the multiverse yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, Thanos snapped his <laughs> finger and only she disappeared Jesus Christ <laughs> Uh, all right, that was a uh, fun fact corner. Um, let's listen to some more music. Um, let's hear the power of love. Oh yeah, that one is a wedding classic, baby. Yeah, this makes sense. Make it make sense. <laughs> This is 
we need a non-gendered version of that song <laughs> for the new people these days. <laughs> oh, man. What is this lady and men shit you're talking about? <laughs> oh, man. True. I, I will say this. She's a little one-dimensional in that I would say 99.9% of her songs are mm. about love. Yeah. It's Dream. like, there's nothing else you want to sing about? This is yeah. all teenage. What about the stock market? <laughs> right. <laughs> Give me a Celine Dion ballad about Bitcoin. I would take that. <laughs> Hold on. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> oh, quick. shit. I missed that. That's <laughs> good. That's good. Had, to, had to call that. Sorry, Four I stepped on that. <laughs> My only uh, knock on this song is when I saw the title, I was thinking of the Huey Lewis song. Uh, the Huey Lewis song. Power of Love, song, yeah. the, Which I... Uh, I really enjoy and so you know this is a good song it ain't no power love by Huey Lewis in the news <laughs> uh, yeah I'm trying to think I'm uh, watching back to the future mm-hmm. uh, but no that's a good song I didn't I, I did not remember that song until the uh, the chorus came in yeah was a good time. that chorus is pretty famous yeah yes it's a lot of first dance at weddings uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all right, let's. We got two more songs. Let's get to them because we got another segment to get to. Here is yeah. I Am Alive. The first song after the disappearance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get wings to This one is really fun. time alive that's a fun little upbeat yeah uh, this this song is etched in my brain because what's before high school uh middle school so when i was in middle school we had like a version of the olympic games with just basketball soccer whatever and the theme song was this song in haiti but we wrote our own lyrics to it so we had (laughs) our version of this song (laughs) and i can't never get it out of my head it probably will be in my head for the rest of my life that's so funny because i remember playing basketball and they were singing this song it was fucking wild (laughs) they should put that on the 2k soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) Uh, according to uh, Ultimate Panopticon, the singer is basically saying how grateful is she is for the way someone always is, was always there to understand her. Romantic or non-romantic? Criminy. I can't tell. <laughs> Anybody care to back me up here? I can't back you up here, Ultimate Panopticon. I'm sorry. You know? uh, that is very funny. <laughs> this is a basketball song. <laughs> yep. All right, let's hear the French song. Uh, pork. Yeah, I feel like pork. I have to give you one French yes. one. And it's <clears throat> this is a good one. So how do you say this? It's a pour que tu m'aimes encore. There we go. All right, yeah. let's hear. It. Je 
song i like that i like her voice uh singing french it's, yeah it's it's, it's pretty good this one is basically it means so you can love me again mm-hmm. so the song is she's saying all the things that she's willing to do so that you can mm-hmm. love her again uh, yeah and the last verse is about satan and how <laughs> uh, yep, I'll worship he satan. is king yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish you would like do something wild and crazy like different because that's her brand the sweet love yes. ballad how cool would it be if like Celine featured on on a song with two chains? That would be cool. Um yeah, she should do yeah, just straight not even singing. Just no, straight just up straight rapping, give baby. us some bars. <laughs> Celine sixteen. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's the playlist. That brings us uh, to our next segment, which is where we go to the peanut gallery. The people who listen to this very show have thoughts, and they want them read. Uh, we we won't have time to get to all of them today, but uh, the, what did you call it? The peanut gallery. The peanut gallery. The, gallery. That's where the the fans get to the, to put in what they think about whatever artist we're talking about. Nice. So uh let's find it here we got uh starla like uh speak of the devil uh she's uh, so we go to the patreon first uh if you uh if you want your comments guaranteed to be read get on the patreon three dollars a month baby uh all right she says uh this absolute queen did my heart will go on in one fucking take like how we should all strive to do anything a quarter as good as her to be considered successful she was madly in love with her old ass dude and as creepy as their love story is Damn, if it isn't so sweet, you'll instantly get a cavity. I love her and her crazy uh, Quebecois self. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and she knew nice. about the one take. Yes. I didn't know about that. She's yeah. a legit Celine Dion fan. Celine fan, man. Um, that's a great uh, comment, Starla. We got a bunch here. The problem is, I posted two things, so it's going to be tricky. All right, uh, Matthew Potter she's, says uh, she steals European valor as a Canadian who won Eurovision for Switzerland, a country at, as neutral as Tommy is. As soon as a girl turns thirteen. What the <laughs> <laughs> neutral? That was, that was a stretch, brother. I, I, liked it. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Damn. Okay. What has happened before that would prompt this comment? Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, shit. <Anyway. laughs> um, 
Michael Gazy says, uh, please look up her live version of You Shook Me All Night Long. Ooh, uh, that's interesting. We'll have to uh, you guys listen to that at home. Uh, Ron Trimbath says, uh, she's the Canadian Whitney Houston. Like, not actually as good, but when you consider the exchange rate, she's pretty good. Ah. Because You Loved Me will always be my favorite heavily rotated VH1 jam. Also, Jennifer Starla is right uh, because uh, her marriage was a classic love story that we should all strive for. Age ain't nothing but a number, and who would know that better than I think you all get the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Ron. That's great. Uh, Did we get anything on the Twitter? We got uh, Susie McNamara, friend of the show. (laughs) Mother of of me. (laughs) Mother of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Said... uh, Saw her show in Vegas. Never been a fan, but she was amazing live and so nice. Oh, and, okay. Uh, that's nice. That's fair. Mike Carraza, theme song writer of the show, mm-hmm. said, watch yourselves now. Not just a national treasure, but international treasure. That's right. Global icon, golden voices goddess, a lot of goofy interviews, but that powerful voice, it's transcendent. I love her. That guy gets it. That's basically there how I go. feel about Celine Dion. There we go. Uh, all right, I'll read a few of the comments from the Facebook. Uh, we got to kind of because we got to record this Patreon. Um, Dylan Usher says, uh, "Yo, I have so many thoughts on this diva icon and absolute maniac. Her voice, incredible. The fact that she's had a solid uh, career for over thirty years, amazing. Having a gold cast of her dead husband's hand that she and her children grasped during his funeral, bat shit, and I'm oh, here for wow. it. And he's, he put a picture. It's a giant." Uh yeah, bust of uh her dead husband's hand and uh she I I don't know if she has two of these because I I read another thing where she like like holds it before she goes on stage every night or something like that. That is wild. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Captain Hook's wife did the same thing. <laughs> really <laughs> fucked her up. <laughs> uh, Isha Smackers says TBH. She scares me. <laughs> That's, That's <very> funny. funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, make fun of her chin. She has a long chin. Mm, that's the that's yep, thing. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Um, Nolan Miller says, "Only lady singer that makes me cry every time I hear her voice on Titanic." Aww. <laughs> it's a specific. It's a very- <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Raymond Cantil says, "When my heart will go on was big. You heard it everywhere. I remember hearing it at a laundromat and getting unwanted chills from that song. I didn't know how to describe it, so the word dianomy was dianomy was invented. It just means when your body gets tricked to feel something by something you think is embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> this also happens when you hear proud to be an American once in a while. Ah, it's also funny. kind of the point of your show. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> <In> this dianomy." <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. I think. Uh. Let's see. Oh, Derek Hart says, "Love the video of her rolling up her window and the face of the woman trying to sing for her." That's funny. Um. All right. That brings us to the final segment of the show, which is where we rate, uh, the old playlist. But before we do that, DJ, you get to give us your final thoughts on Celine Dion. Final thoughts. Basically, I I think she's uh, she's got one of the best voices ever. Uh, she is doing what I think she was put on earth to do. She's a little one dimensional. It's, it's all love and teenage feelings, which is fine. But I wish there was a little bit more versatility. 
But that doesn't take anything away from the fact that she's a fucking legend and she's yep. made murderers cry at wedding in Haiti. So I think I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you can't knock that. That's pretty amazing. That's true. Um, all right, uh, Tommy, you want to go first this time? You know, I think uh, I think her voice is undeniable. I, I'm just gonna take off the R. Kelly song. Yep. Give it a five out of six. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I was gonna say similar. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is music that I probably, you know, it's not something I'm like seeking out. If it comes on, I'm not pissed off. Her voice is incredible. Um, I, like I said, the, the power of love is great, but it's not the Huey Lewis song. <laughs> Taking off a little bit for that. I have to listen to that Huey Lewis song. You'll know it. You'll know it. You'll know. So. Maybe have I know seen, it. I don't know. Have you seen Back to the Future? Yeah. So it's like the opening yeah. of uh, of that. It's really okay. cool. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to go a little lower, but I did enjoy a lot of this music. I'm going to go with a nice little uh, 4.5 out of 6. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I can't give <laughs> the Mark Kelly okay. song any love. Um, you get to rate it too. So <laughs> out of 6. Oh, it's six got? out of six, baby. <laughs> we have to keep our Kelly in the business. Okay. Well, that's been a fun podcast. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, TJ. Is there anything uh, you'd like to promote on the way out besides our Kelly? <laughs> uh, no, no. We're good. Five out of six. <laughs> we can't have a pisser of children. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Um, what do we got coming up? So I will be in Kansas City uh, the first weekend of March. Uh, if you happen to live there, uh, go to my Instagram or Twitter for the exact details. I'm coming to Indianapolis. I'm coming to Austin. I'm coming to Raleigh. So uh, get on those dates. Um, TJ, what do you got coming up? Uh, a lot of my dates are still in the works, but right now, this Friday, I'm going to be in Silver Birches in mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, which nice. is in the backwoods, but it should be fun. I don't think anybody listening to this is hey, from You never there. know. You never know. But I'm going to be there in April 28th. I'm going to be at City Winery in Philadelphia. I'm headlining. There, oh, so. hell yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. And Philly coming out. Your, awesome. your socials at TJ Stand Up? At TJ Stand Up. Yep. That's right. All right. And Tommy, what you got coming? Um, next week I'll be doing, uh, I do this bar show at Entwine in the West Village. It's a free show. It's just a little fun room. I'm doing that on Tuesday, March 1st. And then Thursday, March 3rd, I will be doing, uh, our buddy Tim's live podcast. And that'll be fun. Hell be yeah. yeah. Tim yeah, McLaughlin, yeah, yeah. the great hang pot Kevin at the Michael. gutter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, that's a fun show. And, uh, I've almost forgot. I have my specials coming out in like, uh, two Fuck weeks. Fuck yeah. Like that. Uh, Epic's special unprotected set <laughs> um, march 4th get on it chad daniels also did one and there's there, uh, emma willman uh ali sadiq there's a bunch of great comics who did them so if you want to get a little trial of epics and knock them all out get in there uh all right that'll do it for the show thanks right. again tj we'll we'll see you next week get on the patreon keep it crispy bye mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. 
And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.